Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Louis the 14th lived back in the 17th century, 16-something. Why did they call him Louis the 14th? 
used to be listed in the 17th century, which was 16th century. Oh. <laughs> it was the 14th Louis, dear. The 14th king of France who was named Louis. Gee, couldn't I think of any other names? Oh, <laughs> But I wouldn't really expect too thing. much of her. No child eight years old can comprehend all you've been telling her about the various Louis. In fact, to this day, I have never been able myself to keep Louis the 14th and the 15th and the 16th straight. I don't expect her to keep them straight. I was just trying to give her a general idea of what led up to the French Revolution, which was certainly of vital importance in French history. Well, what does Robespierre and Murad and Charlotte Corday mean to Betsy? I mean, now, really. I think we'd better leave if we're going to Versailles. It's 9.30. You want Betsy to understand the French Revolution? You should explain it in a way a child can understand. Such as? Well, such as what Marie Antoinette said, let him eat cake. Oh, it's never been proved she said any such thing. Right, Why right, do you want to give her a wrong... That's what you'll hear about later on. No. What did she say, Daddy? Well, when Marie Antoinette oh. was told that the poor people didn't have any bread to eat, she said, well, let him eat cake. Did they? Oh, no, no, no. I'd rather have cake to eat than bread anyhow. <laughs> well, they didn't have any cake. Then why did she say it? Well... Don't look at me, dear. This is your explanation of history. Mary Antoinette said, let them eat cake, meaning that she didn't care whether they had any bread or not. And when the poor people heard that, they got mad and they stormed the gates of the palace. I don't think that's any way at all to explain now, the beginnings of the French Revolution. If we're going to Versailles, we ought to leave. Now, wait a minute. Just let me finish. I'm trying to explain in a way a child will understand. Mm. Now, then, listen, Betsy. Instead of buying bread for the poor people to eat, Mary Antoinette... Spent the money herself buying beautiful dresses and diamond necklaces. Gee, I don't blame her. I would, too. Oh, I'd rather have a diamond necklace and a loaf of bread. Betsy, now look, you are not getting the point. Well, but... we are not going to get the bus. And frankly, I think you'd both better let Betsy learn history in school. All right, come on, come on, let's go. <laughs> left in the back of the bus oh, back here. Come on. I thought July and August were supposed to be the height of the tourist season. <sighs> September and this bus is just jammed. Hurry up, Betsy. Go on. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Down like I hate a big group of people like this on a tour. You can never get near enough to the guide to hear what he says when you traipse around. I wonder how long it's going to take to drive out to Versailles. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Our first stop this morning yes. will be at Malmaison where Napoleon lived with Josephine. From there, we'll proceed to the village of Versailles we will have one hour for lunch, and then on to the Palace of Versailles, mm. and the Petit Trianon this afternoon. Bonjour, mesdames et messieurs. Notre oh, honestly. Must be some French people on the tour. De là, nous allons à Versailles. Means he's going to say everything twice. Mm. What did he say, Mommy? Oh, we're going to Malmaison this morning, where Napoleon and Josephine live, and then to Versailles for lunch. We're going to have lunch at the palace? No, no, no. There's a village there, too, apparently, Versailles. What's he talking about now? No, I can understand a word. Well, he's repeating it in German now for the German-speaking tour. Oh, they did that on the tour to Fontainebleau, too, and it makes you so mad. Here you pay for a tour, then you waste more time while the guide says everything three times. You know, you just stand and wait. Yeah, and look at the way he's filled up the aisle of the bus with his jumpsuits. Yeah, we're just trapped back here. Do you realize that? We yes, couldn't even get out if there was an accident. Oh, now, my goodness, let's enjoy the tour. We will be back in Paris this evening at around 5.30. 
You're going to go to a Paris ce soir. I'm going to be back in Paris by 5.30. That's when the fountains are supposed to be turned on, and that's why we took the tour today. You better talk to this guy. Yeah, yeah, when I get a chance, I certainly will. I haven't gotten one thing out of this tour. I couldn't even hear anything he said when we were at Malmaison this morning. And our lunch was supposed to have been included in the tour. Yes, I know, I know. You are now standing in the famous hall of Mirrors, where the Peace Treaty of Versailles was signed in 1918. Nous sommes dans, le, euh, dans la salle des glaces du palais de Versailles, où le traité de paix de Versailles fut signé en 1918. But we not only haven't heard you, half the time we can't even find you. These tours should not be booked. Monsieur, I do not book the tours. I am only the guy. On top of that, you jam people into the bus so the aisle is filled up with jump seats, which is downright dangerous, traps every single person in case of accident. And our lunch was supposed to have been included in the tour. Yes, Yes. madame, I am only the guide. I have nothing to do with... And the fountains, the fountains mention the fountains. Oh, yes, yes, and what about the fountains? What about the fountains? This is the day the fountains are turned on at 5.30, and it expressly says in the things we are supposed to say on this tour... We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Today was the day. Earlier today, two favorite personalities returned to the air. One, Arthur Godfrey, after an absence of several months. The other, Gary Moore, came home to this spot on your dial after a nine-year absence. Today, the genial redhead again took his place in Arthur Godfrey time, where he'll be doing business as only he knows how every Monday through Friday. As for Gary Moore, he and sidekick Derwood Kirby will now be chatting entertainingly, adding another weekday bright spot to CBS Radio's star-studded schedule. Just to remind you, said CBS radio schedule includes, among others, Art Linkletter, Burt Parks, Pat Buttram, Mitch Miller, Amos and Andy, Andy Griffith, Burns and Allen, Bob and Ray. Don't forget now, enjoy Arthur Godfrey time with Arthur himself and Gary Moore on radio, both every weekday on CBS radio. Arthur Godfrey time with Arthur himself and Gary Moore on radio, on CBS radio. Well, we'd all better get off wet clothes right away. Uh, yes, come on, Betsy, into our room. Your shoes are soaked. Oh, oh boy, so. seven o'clock. I gotta call Gordon right away. Tell him I'll be a bit late for our dinner meeting. Change your clothes first. You are just drenched. Yeah, I know. At least get my shoes off. They're covered with mud. Well, was it worth it, standing there in ankle-deep clay mud in a downpour, watching the fountains of Versailles turned on? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, dozens of fountains leaping hundreds of feet in the air when you consider they were put in back in 
1650. I didn't mean that. You know it. Do you realize that we behave just like all the Americans we haven't been able to stand on the other tours that we've taken? Oh, yes, yes. We complained. We demanded our rights. We caused the scene. Well, doggone it, it is dangerous to load a bus like that. So instead of registering a complaint quietly with the tour office when we got back, we took it out on the poor guide. Yeah, well, all right. I, I tipped him. You tipped him? I should say you did. Ten dollars because you were ashamed of yourself, right? Right. Well, by golly, we were supposed to see the fountain. It said on the ticket we'd see the fountains if time allows, and if we'd read the ticket... Well, all right, time would have allowed if that guide hadn't wasted the time explaining everything three times all day, so I don't think it was wrong to insist that we see what we paid for, even if we got back to Paris late. I think our shoes are ruined. I really do. All of them are just soaked. Well, I'll go to the tourist office and apologize tomorrow. Oh, boy, I've certainly created goodwill today. I mean, even if I was right about some things, I was wrong, you know? I know, dear. The worst of it is I asked Betsy what she enjoyed most about her trip to Versailles today. You know what she said? Oh, she said, I thought it was so funny when that lady discovered she left her camera at the Petit Trianon and the bus had to turn around and go back for it. Uh, Well, (laughs) that was quite a commotion. I guess it was funny. (laughs) Oh, I wanted her to learn something. Yeah, well, she didn't, but we did. I guess so. In the future, let's (laughs) learn to accept things as they are, huh? Yes, dear, we will. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Francie Myers, and George Vickers and is produced by Walter Hart.